On Living a Sex Positive Life, we explore all aspects of human sexuality. We talk about the good and the bad, the health and healing benefits, the adventures and the relationships, as well as the crimes and the tragedies. We strive to be an advocate and an empowering force in the fight for sexual freedom. Our mission is to educate, entertain, and talk about the touchy subject that affects us all, sex. Now here's your host, Angelique Luna. Uh, I can do the intro. <laughs> oh, that's good. Just keep going. Go. Yeah, go. You think, you, <laughs> you think the intro's over, but it's not. It's going on now. It's like, <laughs> hey, this is Angelique, and I'm here with John, and we're here with our intro girl, Amberly. Hi. Well, she's so much more than our intro girl. <laughs> so much more. Wait, I'm Vanna White for you guys. You are she's our Vanna White. I'll, I'll get big letters for you. <laughs> that way, neon signs. Look, the, I do like the D. Yeah. Uh, can we add a double D to the uh, alphabet? <laughs> a double D. There you go. Can we get a double D? Oh, that's good. Okay. Sorry. Yes, and this is her third time on the show. I, I don't know. We should start doing like SNL, getting like coats. You I, know, I, I don't know if we could afford jackets yet. <laughs> or awards or something. I will buy that jacket. I will oh. so do that. I and will. I was going to offer a shiny sticker. <laughs> a shiny sticker. Hey, if we make it metallic, yeah. <laughs> right now, it's, I was going to say, my inner child was going to say, if it's shiny, I'm, I'm down. They're shiny. Like, oh, yeah. Screw the jacket. <laughs> I'll put it right on my forehead. The whole, oh, yeah, the whole like, littles kids. Yes, that, that's always John's. We need to have a live in a sex positive littles kids trap. That's trap. called my ring pops. I lay a trail of them out, and they lead to the podcasting room when we do conventions. And you can see the little start following the trail of, po- of, of ring pops. Oh, and animal crackers work, too. Oh, yeah, the animal crackers oh. there. Oh, but now the that- uh, baby bottles candies by the same makers I found. I need to go get those before they run out. So, no, because there's a conference that has the littles tracks. So they have story time, coloring, reading by the Duchess. And so, yes, that's what we always bring, like, candy to you know, seduce and trap the littles to our podcast to tell us their story. You are wicked, wicked people. That's John. I mean, that's John. That's (laughs) That's not me. It is John. Yeah. Well, because he made a little sign that says hugs for ring pops. Hugs for John. That's a fair trade. John. We give out the ring pops anyway. (laughs) They just don't know that till the end. That's so fucked up. There's not even ring pops. Oh, there's yeah, ring pops. There's ring pops. I always make sure there's ring pops. Okay. That, that's oh, I thought he said that there is no ring no, pops. No, no, no. But at the end of it, when I'm left with 100 ring pops, what am I going to do? Bring them home? So everyone does uh, get ring pops at the end, but we don't talk about that until the end. I would bring the 100 ones home. I bring all of my like extra stuff from my cons home. Yes, but, but we have no one to use them. And if I put them outside, maybe the homeowners and the police will complain. That's just not right. Well, we still don't have a white van, so we're good. I got in a white van one time at an Exotica. How'd that I work did. out for you? It, it worked out just fine. Like, a friend was like, hey, I'm going to after party. You want to hop in my car? Because I was going to get an Uber. And they I had a white the van. white van story. Yeah. That was hysterical. 
it, it worked out. I got I got a ride. Cool. A very interesting ride. <laughs> it was a very interesting ride, but not in the way most of your dirty minds are thinking. Yeah, no, no, no. It is nowhere near the dirty mind at all because I was just like, oh my god. And this is why I'm paid as a mental health professional sometimes. <laughs> She is legitimate. So, my therapist on, at times. <laughs> but speaking of exotica, mm-hmm. you've been busy. I've been busy. What I feel like doing? I work for exotica at this point. I go to all of them. All of them. I did. Yeah, I go to pretty much all of them. Because that's me going to all of the exoticas. Yeah, I teach at them. I we just got back from Exotica of Portland mm-hmm. and then Chicago was earlier this year and I did all four last year as well. And I'm about to Oh yeah, Exotica Miami's coming up. Yay, September. September. I'm excited. Are you guys going? Uh we're still playing rock paper scissors Spock on it because Sex Down South is the same weekend. As... Oh no. I understand. I'm on your side. I'm on your side. <laughs> on that one? So, yeah. That's yeah. one of those kind of deals. So. And, Atlanta, and, Miami. Atlanta, Miami. That is a hard toss-up. It, it, it is, considering that uh, we're going to probably be doing Tantra over at Sex Down South. Yeah. Goodbye. Exactly. I'll catch you. I will catch you next year. I'm actually planning on um, working out some stuff out with Swap Miami. And doing some talks out there. So I'll probably be out that way anyways. Right. If if you're there a couple of days earlier, we could probably meet up, you know. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Well, anytime we can come down to Miami and hang out with you and your entourage of cam girls and porn stars, I would be happy to come. Entourage? Well, that's what it felt like last time. Yeah, it did. You had an entourage. It's gotten worse. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Deny, deny, deny. Well, maybe. Yeah, totally true. (laughs) Portland was the first time where I was like, this is a lot. AVN felt like it was a lot, but Portland was the first time. Like, there was a line. Usually, people come up to me, they talk to me, and if someone else comes up around that time, they walk off and then Mm -hmm. come back, right? Mm -hmm. Right. Somebody did it four times, and then they just got behind the people I was talking to. And when I say four times, it's not like I was talking to someone for an hour. It was, like, pretty quick session. And um, so I speeded them on through. But I guess someone else had been walking around and saw this, you know, happen. So they got behind them. And, like, soon I had, like, seven people in line. And wow. it was crazy. Yeah. I was like, who am I? No, no one comes here to see me. What? What do you do here? What are you doing? <laughs> well, considering Portland was the first time for Exotica... Yeah, that's kind of impressive. It, right, exactly. Like, it's not like, I mean, like, it, Chicago expects it at this point, you know? Um, right. And then Miami. New Jersey. And New Jersey, yeah. Well, even Miami, like, we just got back in Miami, you know? Mm-hmm. So this will be the second year I expect it to be a little bit. I mean, last year wasn't bad, mm-hmm. but it was not like Chicago, and it was not like um, New Jersey, if that makes any sense. Yes, but. Yeah. Yeah, but, like, Portland, there was a ton, an epic ton of people considering um, they didn't have as much promotion as the other cities because of the time crunch from when they announced it to when we were there. Right. I say we as if, like, I actually work for Exotica. 
Well, we kind of represent Exotica at this point there. But yeah, but um, Exotica is a very, um, Portland in itself in the area, it's a very sex positive city. community city. Yeah. I fell in love. I kind of didn't want to leave. <laughs> Don't tell me you're going to move cross country again. Why? <laughs> I can hop on a plane. I can see you. (laughs) Well, the thing is, what we found in our travels is there's some very great sex-positive cities being uh, uh, Portland, Toronto, uh, obviously San Francisco. Um, You said Austin? Austin. Not Texas, just Austin. Just Austin. Austin Yeah, Austin is its own state. And what I find is the places... Well, I didn't know about Austin. That blew up my, my theory. But for the most part, they're either cold... Or too expensive because I can't move to San Francisco and Portland. Every time I hear about there, it's raining. It's snowing. It's the same here. Oh my god! So we moved um, beginning of this year uh, to just outside the Pittsburgh area. It always rains here, but I kind of like I like gloomy. I like gloomy weather. I don't know. It's my inner nerd. I'm like, oh look, the sun's covered up. I can come outside now. <laughs> no, for, for those me. for those who burn in sunlight. Yeah, I know. That was me. I couldn't go running today because I forgot to take my long sleeve and I was going to go to the, the little fitness center and it was packed. I'm like, okay, I got to walk back because I don't have a long sleeve. <laughs> it's brutal here in Florida, the sun. It is. It is. I feel like the older I get, the more I hate the sun. I'm just like, it's bright. It's too much. Go away. Um, but I grew, I grew up in Dallas, so you'd think that I'd be okay with the sun. Not as much as you'd think. Um, but yeah, Portland was nice. Portland, Portland's also expensive too, by the way. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's not like San Francisco. So it's gloomy and expensive. Oh. It's gloomy, <laughs> perfect. Um, no, yeah, it's gloomy and expensive. Austin, I mean, it's 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 pretty expensive considering all the other like cities in Texas. Well, we found out there's not much in Texas uh, the, on the on the west side. Uh, well, there's you from Texas, but we drove <gasps> through Texas, and I, I swear, don't like the west side. I'm yep. from East Texas. Everyone's from East know. Texas. There's nothing yeah. in West Texas. There's a yeah. lot of desert. No one likes the desert. No. I didn't like the desert. I left the desert. <laughs> but then you went to another desert. No. Wait, no. Las Vegas is a desert. Right. Yes, but I, I didn't like, I didn't, I didn't live in West Texas. I lived in East Texas. Okay. Which is very different. It's a different yeah, country Dallas. altogether. Yeah, exactly. I lived in Dallas and then San Antonio, which is why I know about Austin because, like, frequently people go from the the sex positive people from San Antonio drive up to Austin all the time to go be weird. Um, like in Austin, they always say be weird. They're like keep Austin weird. So okay. it's just it's like it's own little place. You should check it out. There's a lot of like that's where all of the cannabis conventions are. They mm-hmm. do have a couple of sex conventions there too. And wow. oddly enough, Dallas has a, a leather convention every year hmm. yeah there seems to be leather yeah. conventions everywhere um, yeah but like i didn't think dallas because dallas is where exotica because i know everything about exotica at this point because i don't work for them um but <laughs> dallas is where exotica got chased out of like the people were outside with paintballs and everything but they so. won the lawsuit so which is pretty good good for exotica did they win the lawsuit yep 650,000. the city of dallas had to pay exotica Mm-hmm. It was just announced like last week. What? Well, see, I don't know everything about exotic. This is why I don't work for them. <laughs> <laughs> and it's definitely not the reason you should say, "Hey, I deserve part of that." <laughs> well, I wasn't there, so I I remember when I heard about it, I was like, "But why does?" I mean, I'm on 
Exotica's type, but why does Dallas have to pay? Then I looked through everything. I was like, mother, how'd you think you were going to get away with this? Yes. How'd you think? Mm-hmm. How'd you think? Um, <laughs> I'm surprised they didn't sue Miami then. Because wasn't it really not their fault? What they happened? They didn't necessarily ban them in Miami. Um, what happened was it just caused such a stink. Um, essentially, they had Exotica at the same time as the Dade County um, high school prom. And I think it just caused such a stink, Exotica walked away. Yeah. They didn't gotcha. push that one. Yeah, they, no, it, it, yeah, because that was like the senior prom girls were wearing less clothes than the uh, performers. Yeah. Well, it, it's, what, four blocks away from South Beach. Clothes really aren't a high priority down there. I so. learned that with you guys. <laughs> you were like, let's go out to eat. And I'm like, I'm in a corset. And you're like, you're fine. And I'm like... I don't know if I am. I'm spilling out my top. And you're like, it's fine. And then we went out and I was just like, oh, we're all naked, aren't we? Yes. <laughs> yes. See, See? It's the, actually, the only restaurants down there are the restaurants where I can go in just my underwear and shoes. And probably no one would go ahead and blink. An and eye. blink. No, they'll be like, that's you, normal. Do you do this often, John? Do I you? Can't, I can't say I have. I'm still dreaming for my uh, you know, Jason Mimoso body. Uh <laughs> But as soon as that gets here, I'm down. I think you have a wonderful body, by the way. Well, thank you. Yes, like quite sexy. And you're on Chatterbait. I did go ahead and uh, I'm exploring that to see. That is awesome. I think I honestly think everybody should do it once in their life so long as, you know, not going to lose your job. That, and everything. That, that's one of the things. But the truth is, um, it's a little bit more, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Obviously, it's different for men and women, but it's definitely a freeing experience. Um, because I grew up, and although I get on camera all the time and do this fun stuff, um, I grew up in my family and high school as the fat kid. So, really? you know, yes. I yes. Didn't know and that. in my, in my uh, 30s, actually, at one point, I dropped 70 pounds. Yes. Congratulations, Mazel Tov. Thank you. And I've kept most of it off. Not all of it, but most of it. But um, I've, I've tried to keep in shape. And obviously we're in Florida where, you know, there's always beautiful bodies somewhere. But um, trying it out and seeing people interested was definitely an experience that, that kind of uh, blew me away and did give me a lot of confidence. Not that I don't have a wife here who's constantly telling me how sexy and gorgeous I am. <laughs> She's she's a smart one. Just saying. Just saying. Smart. All righty. Let's take a quick little break, and then we'll come back. Okay. Hey, John. I want to get a new toy. Okay, so let's go to Fair Villa. But I don't want to waste time trying to find out what goes with what. Well, there's Fair Villa University, and their staff is very well educated and helpful. Okay, but how about if I just want to go to a party instead? Then go to their website, because on their calendar, they list all their events. But I don't want to spend a lot of money. Have you heard of their loyalty program? Oh, yeah, that thing on my keychain that makes everyone blush every time they see it. That's the one. Let's go. Well, they have over five locations in Central Florida. Which one do you want to go to? Fair Fair Villa. Villa. For For pleasure, pleasure, fun, fun, and and fantasy. fantasy. (sighs) Okay, now we're back. You know, we, we started chatting and we forgot to tell the story of all her credentials and her books. We went straight into, it's our friend, (laughs) and completely forgot about the cool stuff that our listeners are probably going to want to know. 
I'm just a random person you guys found on the internet. We're good. No, no, that was the opposite. You found us, remember? Oh, yeah. I don't even know this. I don't know our origin story. <laughs> I, I, Not I as interesting as Wolverine, but we'll go. But but I, it, it is comical. No, no, I think we were her like a billionth podcast that she begged to be on, and it's like, hey, you know, I'm a phone sex operator, and I would like to know if I could be on your podcast. I've listened to a couple episodes. I think it's great, and I'm like, sure, why not? And, and mind you, we're only like two months into the podcast, and this is like us. Roaming the wild, wild west, because it was shits and giggles the whole time. We were winging it, and uh, yeah, you uh, you did contact us, and uh, we had you on, and well, with history from there. Yeah, because we were, were the first podcast to say yes. I was going to say, you were the billionth I asked, but you were the first to say yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and now we're just like one of the billion other podcasts that you've been on, and the books that that you've written and you've traveled and given speech and then also your website coaching girls on how to make money so you've grown a lot in the last two years that we've known each other let's start off because what was the name of your first book oh god um it's so it's so clickbait but um it's how i made how i made ten thousand dollars a month as a phone sex operator wow the title pretty much says it all yeah it kind of gets you and i am in the middle of reading that by the way i am reading it (laughs) Yes. Uh, it's it's a little bit out of date. I have to update. I have an updated version coming out soon ish. Yeah. Still. But this book has kind of uh, uh, launched you uh, off of the phone sex because you were doing it wasn't Chatterbait. You were, you were doing a lot more on um, Na- Night Flirt. Night Flirt. Yeah. Night Flirt. Yeah. I was doing Night Flirt clips for sale, and I I feel bad. So many people have been telling me they're like, oh, so you quit because there's no more money in it. And I'm like, no, I, I, dude, like last night I logged on and I made like $300 and I haven't been doing this consistently. Um, which if you do it, you'll learn from my book, the more consistent you are, the more money you'll make. And I I could make a ton more on night flirt, but I've gotten into teaching and it, it scratches that I'm a good person. I'm helping humanity itch that you get sometimes. So, um, (laughs) That's the only reason why I haven't walked away, but like I haven't been doing it as much. Okay. Well, you know, it is it is an evolution. You just can't uh, do the same thing in your job year after year. And after accomplishing, you know, ten grand a month, you said now you're moving. Uh, you've been doing teaching. Yes, I've been doing a lot of teaching. Um, uh, not to stroke my own ego, it's just demographics. But I was like the top account of Night Flirt for. <laughs> I was a top account on on Night Flirt for uh, two to five years, and like, or at least for for two, I was. And then for the other three, I was like number two or three mm-hmm. on the site. Um, and during that time, I got so many questions that I just kind of started making. Sounds so bad. I started having copy and paste answers for people, and then one day I looked up and I had damn near two hundred and fifty pages worth of like questions and answers to copy and paste people, and I was like, why don't I just give this out? And hopefully people will read it first before they come to me. A, that never happens. I learned. Yeah. (laughs) Um, B, it it became like a book and people were like, okay, can you put this on Amazon so I can buy it? And I'm like, sure. Because I was giving it away for free, for free. Mm -hmm. And I, and I still do in digital form. Um, Just DM me on Twitter, Amberly PSO, put it in the show notes. Um, (laughs) 
and I'll, I'll send you the link to the free copy. Um, but I people like start actually buying it. People would get download it for free, and then they would buy a digital copy. Then they would even buy a physical copy, which blew my mind. And it just it's just spiraled from there. And then Sesta Fosta happened, which made some of my book out of date. Not all of it, just like you know some of the legalities, but basic setting up your business all of that stuff's there um a lot of clip artists girls who make uh video were like oh this applies to me i just have to change the words like from phone sex to clip artist Mm -hmm. and um so they were started buying it and then people start asking me for the updated information since some stuff went out of date and that's part of the reason we launched the site so i could do i say it's damn near daily videos damn near daily videos and also pdfs for those who learn better with reading um so that they can um we can keep the it's easier to keep it more up to date when you have kind of a news-based website than trying to put out a book every six months that can be a little difficult yeah, putting out one is difficult. <laughs> well, you know, with all the other things you have going on. Because like you said, you've formed somewhat of a relationship with Exotica. And you're following yeah. them around. And you mentioned... That makes, you and me sound like a carny. <laughs> but you're so shout much out, prettier. Shout out to the carnies. I love them. But that's yeah, hysterical. It, you're right. Exotica can be a carny because it is a carnival inside. Once you get inside from all the <laughs> live cam girls and the you know the porn stars getting autograph sessions. And then way up in the back, you know, that's where the... Uh, the legitimate side is the teaching and the classes. <laughs> well, I wouldn't even I wouldn't call the other side legit illegitimate. They're just legitimate. a different side of it. No, 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 no. We support all sex workers. Period. And carnies. And, and carnies. And carnies. Sex workers and carnies unite. It sounds like a great T-shirt. I want that T-shirt. Truth be told, I want that T-shirt. That's oh, great. Lord. Oh God. <laughs> We're horrible people. Um, <laughs> no, we're not. And, and, and let's go talk about the upcoming, you know, book two well, and the religious nutbags. <laughs> um, well, we'll say so, religious conservative editors out there oh. because there is no consistency to getting anything on social media. And, uh, you know, it depends on who you get. One person says this is fine. The next person says it's not. Let's hear your experience. <laughs> Um, so I think, I think in my case, what goofed, okay, so I'm writing, I I wrote a second book called, um, Financial Domination, Tales of an Online Mistress, and it's still teaching. (laughs) It's still teaching, the, the, the idea is still teaching how to, um, be a financial dom, because I get that question a lot. Um, it's actually one of the more popular things that girls come to me for, so... I decided to use story like parables, use stories of guys that I talked to and show what is actually typical, what's not typical, how to avoid, how to, how to not fall into the holes that I fell into, so on and so forth. So I write this 250-page-ish book. Now, it's not like the big textbook. You've seen my physical book, right? Oh, yeah. It's like a textbook. Um, I was going to try and make it like a normal book size, but it was 400 pages in that format. So I was like, I don't think anyone wants to read a four. Like you would avoid the industry if you're like, here's the manual on how to do it. It was four hundred pages, <laughs> so um, that's why I made it a bigger size, and it just feels more palatable that way. It's still massive, 
Um, but my new one is like a normal, you know, six by nine book, okay. but still 250 pages. So still pretty thick. Um, what, what did one of my friends say? She was like, oh, so this one I can put on my bookshelf. Thanks. Um, so I submitted it to Amazon and I was going to use the pre-order feature. Uh, anybody who wants to be a writer, um, the pre-order feature on Amazon means everybody who purchases a book before it comes out. Anybody who does in that pre-order season, it all counts for your first day. So you get an instant Ooh. boost in your categories when your book drops. Okay. Very nice. Cool. Yes. And I'm all about the metrics. So I was like on it. Um, and then there was a problem because I'm me and nothing can just go simply for me. So oh, there depends. was. Oh, it depends. Sometimes it does. And we've had these conversations. <laughs> I. Okay, so, but I am, I'm living embodiment of Murphy's Law. Like, it's either going to be absolutely amazing, or it's going to be utter frustration. That's just, that's just how my life goes. Um, So, I go to upload the manuscript, and it says some sort of error, contact Amazon. So, I contact them, and I think the reason why most stuff gets by on Amazon is because they're not looking, there's no human actually looking it over 90% of the time. But because I had to have a human look it over, all of a sudden I'm hearing "Bless your hearts," and "Sweetie," and um, "Oh my gosh." Uh, not that "Oh my gosh" means anything bad, but with all the "Bless your hearts," usually people say "Oh, oh my gosh," don't want to say "Oh my god" because they go "Bless your heart." Bless your heart. <laughs> and she was like, she was like, and hey, what's the nature of this book that you've written? And I explained it to her, and she goes, "Oh." Um, I don't know if this is allowed on our system. And I was like, um, yes, it is. It, it is. And I didn't want to pull the, everybody else is doing it card or like there's worse. Cause that never gets you anywhere. But I just, you could hear jeopardy like in the background during this conversation, there was so much dead air and she was like, okay, I'm going to email you when I get this sussed out. And she said sussed. And I was like, I'm fine. Sussed? Yeah, when she gets it sussed out, she's going to email me back. Which, Ooh. for those who don't speak Southern, means I'm fucked. <laughs> <laughs> See, that is a good I grew way. up in New York. I didn't know that translation. Now I know. <laughs> yeah, if they tell you, I'm going to go get this sussed out and I'll get back to you, it means you're fucked. So, uh, that's the polite way of saying it in the South. So, she emails me back and she's like, okay, I found, I, I think I found the issue. We were just, you know, just, there was some sort of like technical glitch on their side, but um, I did find that this manuscript violates a couple of our rules. So if you could take out these sections and it was like, she made Swiss cheese out of my manuscript. Oh, Ugh, ouch. So anything hurts. worthwhile, just cut it out. And basically, yeah. basically she's like, if, if you can take some scissors to the whole thing, um, yeah, oh, goodness, to pieces. Yeah, now it looks great. Now it's a Christian Bible. Um, <laughs> and she's oh, telling wow. me stuff like, have a blessed day. And, like, I I swear she called her priest after we got off the phone. and <laughs> Took a shower I, in holy water? I feel like she took a shower in holy water. I also feel like she was, like, walking around with a sage stick. For the rest of the day, something. No, frankincense and myrrh. It's like if you go Catholic or religious. Oh, or it is Cobalt, Southern. Yeah. Or, yeah. Frank, yeah. Frankincense and myrrh. There you go. So. 
<laughs> um, I was like, all right, so this is this is what we're working with. That's great. And that's part of the reason it took so long to get the damn book out. And so um, I kept re it took me months. It took me like four months of just rewriting stuff and sending it to them rewriting. It got to the point I stopped sending it to my editor because I was like, this is just holding up time. I would rather it. Um, I would rather get a yes and then resubmit with it edited. Yes. So, um, but that made, that was a dumb move. Um, cause at that point <laughs> she was like, I'm seeing a lot of spelling errors, um, in this, is this intentional? And I was like, you know what, at this point, yeah, yeah, no, just, I thought that it would add character where you're trying to take some out. Yeah, it's fine. Um, I'm trying to enrage the grammar Nazis of the world. Yeah, that's the intent. Um, <laughs> oh, and, <God. laughs> and she was just, she like. She, uh, she was like, "Well, we want quality on Amazon," and I was like, "I, I." At that point, Ooh. I did. You put, they published Fifty Shades of Grey, and now they want quality. Holy fucking shit! You, you said it. You said it, not me. I, I absolutely <laughs> did. <laughs> oh my! And then no, continue. Yeah, and, that, continue. and you know the worst part is in the Audible book, it's it's exactly as horrible as the written book. You would think if you're going to put it on Audible, you could correct the shit. No. No. I have a friend who, like, wanted to be a writer, and she'd never even got an um, an editor, which my first book isn't edited either. It actually has a page with a disclaimer saying, I edited with Grammarly. If this is going to annoy you, you should nope out now. Okay. Like, yeah. Cause I think again, that's great. Shout out to Grammarly. I, I mean... <laughs> I didn't think the book was going to get big, so I didn't want to pay for a fancy smancy editor. I didn't want to do all of that, right? Like, I was just like, here we go. Here's a basic how-to if you're a phone ho. And I, I didn't do anything fancy on that one. So um, I then actually did bust out my Kindle and, like, showed her other books that clearly didn't go through a professional editory process. And I was like, okay, so at this point... I'm going to need to talk to your manager because I'm kind of done. And sure enough, like I talked to her manager and the manager's just like, I'm so sorry you went through this. And then he read the manuscript and then he was like, okay, but there are some things that we're concerned about. Um, He's like, yeah, you're talking about blackmail. And I was like, yeah, but it's blackmail fantasy. And he goes, I don't know if I know the difference. And I actually appreciated that response. I was like, that's fine. Um, so I had to take out more and replace it. And then we finally got to the manuscript that got approved. But it got approved on their system because I had to go in with their system and change some stuff. And I uploaded it right at the damn near the cutoff of the pre-order like time that we had allotted. Mm-hmm. And which means I can't go in and edit it for three days until it goes live on the 22nd. Yay! Um, yay! Um, they broke it. <laughs> Amazon broke and it. Amazon broke it. They're like, can you re-upload that version you put up there? I was like, it was on your system that you made me edit it on. I didn't upload anything. Um, I thought, you're Amazon. How do you not have like a cache feature? And they're like, what's caching? And then I cried on the inside. Um, and then I cried on the outside. <laughs> and just... <laughs> How have been crying and, and yelling at them. You're a technology company. How dare you not know what cash is? 
Exactly. So I then sent um, a previous version that had gotten approved but didn't have some of the other stuff I wanted in it. So it's it's minus like seven stories. And I uploaded that and I added a page saying, if you're seeing this, don't worry. Give me give it up to 72 hours per the Amazon system, but usually the same day. Um, I, I'll be able to edit it the day it goes live and I'm going to upload that at that time with the manuscript that I want. Yay! Yay! So I all just, of that. that was, I that find was that pressure. so scary. What? Because I'm a tech guy, and believe it or not, 22% of the internet in the U.S. is hosted by Amazon. And they lost yeah. your book. And they lost my book. Yeah. So we're we're going to take a quick break right now, but when we come back, we're going to continue on about the follies of Amazon and trying to publish anything sexual-related. <laughs> Fine. Just, just stop now. <laughs> yes, tissue's coming out. <laughs> All right, your turn to say we're back. Uh, we're okay. back. And there we go. We are back. <laughs> you see, you have that radio voice. It's all that, it's all that time uh, in, in the phone sex biz. You're just a natural coming over to a podcast. Exactly. I, I, tell, I tell people that. They're like, oh, my goodness. I tell uh, phone sex girls that. I'm like, go hop on podcasts. And they're like, I wouldn't know what to say. And then I, I do this with my face. I'm like, you don't know what to say? You don't know how to talk to people? How do you do your job? <laughs> it, I, I would be tempted to start off with the hello, worms. J- j- hello. J- oh, say that again. Hello, worms. I like that. Oh, no. Not, we're not doing the little <laughs> alien voices again. No, <gasps> that was not hello, alien. Worms. That could be very sexy. No, but you guys were going for a while there in conversations in an alien voice. Okay. I can. I can actually use my alien voice. I can talk like that all day. People are surprised. They're like, can you stop talking like that? This could be very fun. It just feels like you're I'm the rich English number in the world. And I am not translating. What I always wanted to do is like know someone was filming me, like insurance companies or the FBI, and be with someone who can do that so we could just talk like that all day to confuse the living shit out of them. Exactly. If you're wiretapping, you just got to prove at this point I'm the person that you're actually, that I have plausible deniability at any moment. I don't know what they were trying to prove, but we may have, we may follow, uh, be followed up with some mental health, um, offerings. I mean, I wouldn't turn it down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, we could show her the uh, couch later on. We'll turn the camera. So yeah. Yes. We'll get to there. We did order a, uh, um, liberator couch. The chase. chase. The chase. Yeah. I love the chase. <laughs> but going back to you. Oh, God. There's some award stuff that you wanted to tell us about. Little stories here and there. And I didn't also, say I wanted to. You you pulled it out of me. Oh, well, okay, I'll keep pulling. <laughs> well, there's that. And then remember, there was also, uh, you did go to AVN, too. And I know AVN always has stories. I did get AVN. You did. There were stories at AVN. You sound disappointed like that. I would have been like, Disney World! We went to Disney World! No, it's just, I am such a geeky nerd homebody that when I see weird shit happening, I'm just like, really? I know it's a porn convention. Really? We're hitting hitting the sauce that soon? Oh, this is what's happening. That's great. It's great. Um. (laughs) It's all about the sauce. Yeah, it's all about the sauce. Um, but yeah, no, I went to AVN. Um, AVN crazy stories that happened. Um, 
I, Eve Lawrence, I was sitting around talking with her and Crystal Penn. Eve Lawrence is a porn star. Uh, Crystal Penn is a publicist. And we're just sitting there talking and we decided to move away out of AVN, but still in the hard rock, like where the noble citizens who are not coming for the porn convention are getting rooms at the hard rock. And we're just talking about boob, like way boobs look and different presentations of, of titties. And Eve pulls her shirt up and flashes us to show us what she was talking about on her body. And I sat there literally looking at her like this. And then I look over at Crystal, who's also another woman of color. And I was like, we've got to go. We've, we've got to go because security is coming. <laughs> uh, I'm sure of it. And I have, I have some more seminars I was going to attend. So I'm not going to lose my lanyard. It's not going to happen. <laughs> well, and also, another concern is that um, all hotels in Vegas have facial recognition software. So if you get kicked out, you are not coming back in. Oh, no. Good yeah. to know. Good to know, yeah. You see, we, we actually have a little story of an incident where someone took their shirt off and was asked to put it back on. Hey, hey, it, hey, it was, it, was, it, it was actually our wedding day because we got, you know, we eloped in Vegas. Oh, and then I after, didn't know that. Yep, we got married on the boat at the Venetian, the gondola. And afterwards, after dinner and all the little kitties went to bed, we went down to the Spearmint Rhino. And found this nice little cute girl who gave us boat dances. And her dance was so good, her top came off. And this girl's like, no, no, put it back on, please, please. Not because they weren't wonderful, because they are. It's just that apparently there's a rule that in strip clubs, only the paid people can get naked. Only the dancers. Exactly. Only the dancers. Yeah. I, I found that out the hard way when I was 18. Um, yes. What? They had this song, like, it was like, take your shirt off, twist it around your head, spin like a helicopter. Yeah. And It sounds like a request. The, like, right. And all of the other strippers were doing it. And I was out with some friends. And I was just like, all right, let's have some fun. And they were like, no, you don't get the naked. Oh. And I was like, I have a bra on. I'm still not naked. I could walk in here like this. And they were like please put your shirt on. And I was like, I, I can deal with the please. I just, I just don't understand. But yeah. So random 18 year old stories that happened um, at AVN. Um, and there's just a lot of, I mean, this isn't as, it, it's really not funny at all. It, it's sad to me that people can enter an industry without doing research and then be next to some of the highest, the people who have, who have achieved the highest, like, honors in the industry mm-hmm. and not know who they are yeah, and right. yeah and so I, I watched as a lot of um girls who were just starting out usually they're cam girls kind of bumped into legends of the industry and were just like where the fuck are you going or who do you think you are say excuse me and i'm like you bumped into them you bumped into them so that was a little bit disheartening but it's also like you know part of the course so you see, a, you saw a lot of it, a lot, a lot of bit of that. I don't know of any other industry where that could actually happen. Actually, you'll be surprised. No. A lot of other industries they do that too, especially really? in the hospitality industry. That if you haven't been in it for a while, or you just start in and don't know some of the people who've worked their way up, yeah, it, it's more common than you think. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm 
I'm just the type of person who sits back and I'm quiet until I know all the players in the room. Yeah, and, and that's then, the best way, or just kind of gas up and say, hey, who's that, or what's going on? Yeah. And, yeah, just try to get the information, not just that cock is like, who the fuck are you? It's like, yeah. Yeah, and like, and especially in the age of social media, like, I can look up who's going to be there. Mm-hmm. And even if I don't know who they are, I can go look up their bio. I can, um, I, I try to memorize their face if they're someone super important. Um, just, I don't know. Maybe I, I'm the weirdo. Um, but Avium was pretty good considering. Um, like, my free camps is really good about making sure that uh, the girls are safe by giving. They don't give Uber codes for Vegas because they expect you to stay at the Hard Rock. And everything's within walking distance, but they're good about like making sure there's good security and making sure you have food and making sure you have uh, non-alcoholic drinks um, so that you can sober up and everything. But Avium was a lot of fun. I had, oh yeah, we went to the Clips for Sale party too. They had an after party. And um, this year, the black, the black Power Ranger was not there. Aww. Uh, because the previous year, I met the the original Black Power Ranger, and I was like, "What is he doing at a close or something?" <laughs> but well, that was cool. You got to have a career once that show's over. And why he not? was not a porn star. He oh, was he actually wasn't? there for another. No, he was there for another um, convention. Because uh, okay. he got his little pop. He got a pop of himself. himself. Oh, yeah. I so he was he was there to commemorate that, and then he was like, "Oh, there's a porn star convention." You go to the clips for sell parties. That was kind of cool. Well, back when AVN was at the same time as the big electronic show, um, I used to work for a couple of yeah, big, uh, bigger companies, and I never had the opportunity to do it, but a lot of my friends would go ahead and go out under the, you know, I'm going to the uh, consumer electronic show, which was always down the street from AVN. CES? Wasn't CES? Yeah. yeah, that's just what that CES was it. consumer electronic yep. show, yeah. And I had a friend of mine uh, go in, and as he was trying to get in, apparently uh, one of the Hustler executives was walking out and somehow struck a conversation and said, you know what, I'm leaving, it's the last day, here's my pass, have fun. And he walked in and had the time of his life. Um, yeah, I guess he would have had an industry pass, which means people actually talk to you. Yes. Talk to you. <laughs> Respect you. Touch you. Want to know photos. how about you. Yeah. Oh, mm. it's, a, it's, a snuggly inter- it's a snuggly industry. Yeah, that's what we're going to go with. Snuggly. snuggly. Cuddles are good. Cuddles, yeah. Cuddles are good. Um, but yeah, um, Avian was actually kind of tame compared to like Exotica. I've seen weirder stuff at Exotica than Avian. Like ex- uh, Exotica, New Jersey last year. So I was in... The after party has, like, it's partitioned off between, like, everybody else, and then there's people with the lanyard passes, like the exhibitor passes. I didn't know that's what got me in there, but I went in there with some of Exotica's staff because I've become friends with a couple of them. So I thought they snuck me in. Turns out, no, I was allowed there. Um, (laughs) And I look over, over the partition, and there's this girl in this lovely sundress, and there was this guy flogging her with, like, these. he had these two... Um, two floggers, one in each hand, and he had this beautiful technique going that I can't do because I'm all thumbs. And Sounds like all of a sudden, you just <laughs> yeah, Florentine. There you go. So she yeah. takes her she takes her straps and she just drops them, and she's completely naked. It happens. And yeah, it happens. I didn't care. I was just like, uh, are we allowed to do this here? I'm not gonna narc. I'm not against it. I just this is happening. 
And she's just sitting there looking all happy, seriously, like her head's doing a little movement. And he's just flogging her. And all of a sudden, like, the the security tells her, they're like, you have to stop. And she goes, you're acting like I'm naked or something. And I was like. Did she have pasties on? Shoes. No. No. Forgetful? Nothing. <laughs> but, oh, wait. No, I am naked. I forgot about that. Yeah, I, she was kind of drunk. Oh. Okay, so yeah. Ooh, that's kind of bad. Florentine and drinking. Yeah, no. Well, it's better the bottom than the top, but it shouldn't happen at all. And it's, yeah, it shouldn't happen at all. Period. I think I think there was a lot of drinking on both sides. I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna go I'm I'm gonna go with. <laughs> um, nobody was in their proper mind. It was, but it was interesting. I mean, it didn't look like he was hitting her hard at all. Not that that makes it any less. I don't know. She. It didn't. It, she wasn't leaving any marks. It looked like he was just kind of. They were just falling on her. I don't know. Okay. That doesn't make any sense. It wasn't like making yeah. the noises yeah, 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 or. Yeah. yeah. It looked like it was more dem- demonstrative than anything. But again, she totally didn't know she was naked. And I was like, I had to. Who's her friend? Who's her friend? <laughs> I feel like a friend is needed in this moment. So that was that was an interesting moment and in New Jersey. And then I also pissed off Julio. 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 Like Julio. Gangster's Paradise. Tell yeah. me about Gangster's Paradise. I don't know if John knows the story. No, I told you we, the story. Yeah, we, yeah, you told me the story. I did. But our listeners said. don't. I want to know all about Julio. <laughs> so. I'm not I'm not gonna lie, when it's like my birthday weekend, I am so a brat. It will I will be eighty years old and still a brat my birthday weekend. And um Exotic in New Jersey falls around my birthday. Not as close this year as last year, but pretty close. So I had a tiara on, I had this cute little white dress, and I'm over talking to Brooklyn Chase, uh, who's a good friend of mine. And up comes Coolio, who he didn't have his braids out in my defense. Oh. He just had on a baseball cap. And he's like, hey, I, I really like to get a picture. And Brooklyn is just beautiful. Mm. Yes. Gorgeous. So I was just like, oh, yeah, I'll take the picture for you. Because usually she has like someone there to help her. That person was on break. So whatever. I will totally be the person to take a picture with a fan. A fan. Because I didn't know who he was in that moment. I needed a friend. So <laughs> uh, she, um, <clears throat> he, he turns around and he goes, and I'm, I'm trying to take his phone. I'm trying to take Coolio's phone out of his hand. Oh. Cause I don't know what's Coolio and I need a friend. <laughs> so um, I'm trying to take his phone and I'm looking at him like, just fucking hand your fucking phone to me. <laughs> Why aren't you giving this to me right now? And he's like, no, I wanted the picture with you. And I look at Brooklyn and I look at him and I look at Brooklyn and I look at him and I go, I- I'm not famous or anything. He goes, no, but you're gorgeous. And I, I, the next words that came out of my mouth, I was not drunk. I was not high, but I was like, you're not getting laid. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, make sure expectations are managed. Right now. You threw them right up there, right up front. Just, it's not happening. And he's like, he looks at me just like, you. his face became a question mark. <laughs> and he's like, I just want a picture with you. And I was like, okay, fine. We can have a picture. 
And so Brooklyn Chase takes a fucking picture of me and Coolio together. And as he's walking off, Brooklyn whispers in my ear. She goes, that was Coolio. And then I swear, like on, he's turned around. He is away from us. She whispered it. He did not hear her. He starts pulling his braids out of these little holes he had cut in his hat. In that moment. And then it all dawned on you and you. I mean, if you're going to be a bitch, you got to commit to it. So yes. I didn't feel bad. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, that's um, that is how Coolio and I got a picture together. Oh, I also um, I also took a picture with him on my phone as well. I was like, well, I'm getting a picture with you. I'm going to put it and pretend like I have a fan on Twitter. And then I found out my fan was Coolio afterwards. And I was like, well, I'm definitely posting this on Twitter. Cause hashtag clout. <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, true story of how I got a picture with Coolio. Wow. It, it's so shameful. Um, <laughs> let's go back to the whole, how you're supposed to treat legends in your <laughs> industry. It happens. And he was at Exotica. He was performing at he Exotica, New Jersey. So yeah, that, that right. yeah. In my defense, he didn't look how I remembered him to look. He actually looks a lot better, truth be told. Mm-hmm. Like, he looked a lot better. And I'm used to Gangster's Paradise Coolio, which in my stupid little dumb head, that's clearly how he's supposed to still look. Every day. Every like, day. he gets Every up day. in the morning and immediately puts all that makeup on and yes. the hair and looks and, and exactly the like and that. All that. Yeah, okay. <laughs> exactly. And he's still that scrawny. He's actually like buff now like Ooh. you john like so you like think, you i'm think coolio sure, sexy uh i mean if i was into dudes sure like <laughs> i i can appreciate a beautiful form like he's got this like i work out i love my body form mm-hmm. then again like you're cute too but also you're like angelique's husband so like you go into a bucket that i don't I, pick. I, like that's like, <laughs> I've been bucketized. bucketized. <laughs> like my girl code is that strong, gotcha. but you're still so cute. I can still see it. So yes, now Good. with the beard and the dad, you know the daddy look. So I love the dad vibes you've been giving off, John. <laughs> you know, like I said, it, it was. Um, I won't say a mistake, but when Angelique had surgery, I just took care of her, and she had um, neck surgery, and it was. She really couldn't do anything, so I was cooking, I was cleaning, I was unpacking because we had just moved. I was very busy. I took uh, a lot of time off from work, and at the end of it, you know, I was good with just a shower in the morning. And then after about oh, two yeah, months, oh yeah, you guys had to move, yeah, yeah. too. And after about two months, I kind of looked in the mirror and went, "Oh my God, I forgot to shave for two months." And I decided, okay, well, we came this far. Let's trim it up and try to do something with it. And I look at her, and she goes. You got the daddy vibe going. And I'm like, well, since I already have the ring pops and the littles, we're going with this. (laughs) I like it. I think it's cute on you. I think it's a very positive change. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) So how can people find you on your website or the book? They They should. (laughs) Avoid me at all costs. Oh, Especially if you're actually famous. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, I'll be that friend to tell you they're famous. Be nice. No, just <laughs> You should sleep with this one. It's okay. Don't, no, you don't want to give me that power. 
I'm, a, I'm already a whore. You don't want to give me that power. <laughs> um, if 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 you don't find me to be a terrible person, um, you, I'm on Twitter at Amberly A M B E R L Y P S O, as in phone sex operator. See what I did there, Amberly P S O. Um, um, and my website's Amberly Rothfield because I wanted to sound pretentious. Dot com. Well, no, it's amberlybrothfield.com, not Amberly. I wanted to sound pretentious.com. That was so yeah, long. You're, you know, typing emails to you, I'd give up after the, I just wanted to sound and just give up typing and be like, I'm done. Because you couldn't spell pretentious? Exactly. Yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> like, damn, because autospell wouldn't do it because it knew it spelled the, the word before wrong. So my phone would be like, you're on your own. Yeah, on your I despise autospell sometimes. I'm like, that I was what I wanted to say. I also like if you ever like wonder why can't this girl spell on Twitter? A, I can't spell period, but B, Siri will Siri fucks me every time I tell Damn her to dictate for me. She does. She does no lube. No, no lube. That's me and Alexa. Alexa, no lube. Yep. Alexa doesn't like you. No, I have to have John to say stuff. I'm like, John, talk to her. I can't. Yes, I but never- we, we, we discussed the reason why. When I tell Alexa to do something, it's a nice tone like this. She has past history with Alexa, so she immediately goes into angry mode, you know. And because I have Alexa in the room, I'll say, Alex, good night. Well, it didn't recognize me. I'm like, well, it sounds angry. You're making it afraid. Wow. Yeah, Alexa can fear you. (laughs) You have to be nice to Alexa, Angelique. Now I know where the AI is coming from. The rise of the AI. So you've been marked. <gasps> Alexa's keeping we, a list. I, I actually learned um, that I have a slight speech impediment because of trying to dictate tweets and stuff. Because it's always like the same problem. It's not quite a lisp. It's just like a fucked up face or something but whenever i try to talk like the, <laughs> i love how angelique's like yes i know it's, it's like i up. have the same problem too that's why it's yeah. the whole friggin you know then i get pissed off and then i go all in spanish and then of course it won't understand me at that point because it's not trained to speak spanish <gasps> i set my alexa to uh my series sorry, my series to speak french one time things didn't go well no. and by set her i mean i sat on her and then she changed <laughs> My butt, you my know. ass will make you change languages, and some other things too. <laughs> it's one one of my many many powers. I love I love how John for a moment tried to hold composure. John was just like, "No, I'm I am a professional. Like I don't. No, oh, this no, is no. He's bright red. If he's bright red, no, he's no, 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 no. I was I was actually just thinking of your ass. So <laughs> since the subject went there. So I have a non-existent ass. It's it's I have a sad ass. I have pan, like there's pancake asses and there's what I have. What is it? Concave is what we came up with last time. <laughs> concave ass. You, you cannot have a concave ass. It's physically impossible. Ass. Oh, I like to ch- break molds, sir. Okay. <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming on the show yet again. Absolutely. And your book is releasing very shortly. Your second book. Sure. 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 Assu- assuming the stars align. So we're encouraging people to go out and download and buy it as well as the first one if they haven't, because I'm finding it very, very interesting. So when I'm done, I'll go ahead and give you a critique so that way you have preps for your third book. 
Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thanks for yell at me. Tell me, tell me to find an editor. Oh, no, no. no. We, we knew the first one was like, hey, let's see what happens. And you, you know, it, it was a success. <laughs> I won't let's criticize your first book and you won't criticize my first podcast. <laughs> Done. Done. That We're means, all good. But that means I have 50 books before you could yell at me. Ooh, you, you got to get busy, girl. <laughs> he just committed to that. He just said 50 books. So, yeah. 50 bucks. A few hundred years later, I'm writing like an old granny. This is the book that John can critique me on. Hey, you, you know, they could be 10 pages long and it's a book. I, oh, God, I've done a lot of PDFs. Fuck, you can critique me starting tomorrow. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> do tweets count? Because I'm really fucked if we're counting tweets. You know, that's what we should do. Make a book of tweets and just have nothing in there but really shocking tweets. Someone would read it. I don't know who, but I'm guaranteeing you. I'd probably read it. Yeah, considering some of your tweets and fights with people on Twitter, yeah. I have stopped. I know you have recently, but in the past. (laughs) In the past, like, you know, month and a half. I changed my Twitter settings. I realized I can't not respond to idiocracy. So I had to like change it to where if you have a new account or an egg account or you're not following me, I can't see what you're saying. And all of a sudden my life's a lot better. (laughs) Believe me, there's a lot of things you got to do to keep your sanity in this industry. There's a lot like, you know, learning who Coolio is. (laughs) Well, a shout out to Coolio out out there. Hopefully we'll meet up again somewhere. Hopefully I don't, because I don't want him to remember me. Um, <laughs> that's that girl that doesn't want to fuck me. <laughs> I love how he's Coolio to me, and I'm that girl that didn't want to fuck him. That's great. Putting that on my yeah. gravestone. Didn't Coolio want to didn't want to fuck me. No, no, no. That girl that didn't want to fuck Coolio. No, no. Oh, yeah? Coolio may have wanted to fuck her, but she put you the don't. brakes on that right yeah. away. True. The brakes? Put on ice. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyways, uh, you guys, you guys were trying to kick me off your podcast. I should let you. Check. No, no, we were not trying to kick you off. We were I'm just trying to be respectful. That's all. <laughs> you know, a closing, a proper closing. <laughs> yes, yes, we're we're professional guys. We're we're professional in this moment. We've got it. Absolutely. <laughs> it has been a pleasure being on your podcast. Thank As you so much. You. I was so tempted to go thank you for listening and if you enjoy what you heard please remember to like subscribe and leave feedback as this would mean a lot to us also you can sign up for our newsletter at livingasexpositivelife.com we appreciate you giving us this opportunity to entertain and educate you and hope you enjoy the experience we'll see you next time